We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, like you, you have to, there's emotion involved. So you, you know, you want the emotion to get out of it. And then you, you know, sometimes we, when you talk, you, it clears the air. So that's good, you know, but you also don't want, you, you allow for idiosyncrasies as long as it doesn't get in the way of winning. You know, nothing can get in the way of winning. The, the team always has to come first. And so um, everyone's responsible for that. I don't know. I think, you know, he'll be evaluated when we get back. So um, we'll see where he is. LDS. What's going on, LDS? A minus 25 for OB tells an accurate story. I'm ready to give his minutes to Grimes or Deuce and have Hart play backup four on defense. He's a huge net negative. Um, man, uh, it's tough because... If he's not getting out in transition and the three-pointer is kind of where it's been since he came back from injury, he's not he's not helping you all that much. And I think we're at the point with Obi Toppin where, and again, I was doing some writing for something that I'm going to probably drop on Monday today. And like Obi Toppin makes $6.8 million next year which is not a lot of money. It's his last season on his rookie deal. If you know you're not going to extend that player, and again, we're dealing with a situation where the Knicks are looking to pay Manuel quickly, Josh Hart, and at some point, Quentin Grimes. I have to say nothing of RJ Barrett. Like, if you're not going to extend this player, and this player is not really, you know, he, he, he he's kind of helping you and he's not really helping you. And it's like, it's up and down and it's not the great, it's not the best situation and the whole thing. Like the writing's kind of on the wall. And I, and for the first time I thought of this today and we, it was funny. We talked about it a lot at the trade deadline. Like they didn't trade Obi Toppin. Why didn't they trade Obi Toppin? Well, their price was sky high. Why was their price sky high? And we went around and around and around and around. I almost wondered, and this is what I thought of today. Did they just were like, you know what? He's a good insurance policy for Randall. Maybe he pops the rest of the season. You know, we're not getting any great offers. There's no reason to trade him right now. And on top of all that, 
wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to have a seven million dollar fungible fungible salary to throw into a deal where the team that's getting him you're like you know what yeah sure we'll take a chance on Obi Toppin that's a nice little perk if we're making this this larger trade and that would have more value for you as the Knicks this summer than dealing him for you know whatever they could have dealt him for at the trade deadline two second round picks or something because that's that's the best that they were getting um so i think that's part of why he's still his he's still here but all that said look still time left he could still turn it around. You never know. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky with another one. Worried that we'll have to trade Quinn Grimes in a star trade because RJ's value is low. RJ's is going to be... He'll be neutral salary. It'll be fine. Um, as you said, every team is a Quentin Grimes fit. And conversely, RJ might be tougher. Um, I do agree Grimes is a better fit. I guess my hot take, if you assume that Josh Hart is not going anywhere, which I certainly do. And you know, I... I, So shout out to Jake Fisher, friend of the pod, Jake Fisher, and uh, Jake Fisher, who was kind enough to have me on his call-in show a few times, including the last ever call-in show. Uh wrote a wonderful interview, wonderful piece on Emmanuel quickly. He got us, he got a sit down with IQ last week and just really nice piece. And Emmanuel quickly, like, how do you not love him in that piece? Emmanuel quickly says in no uncertain terms, I want to start someday. And he followed it up with like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to help the team. But he said, I want to start. Like, didn't say, didn't beat around the bush. He's like, I want to start. Now, is there a world where he could start for the New York Knicks moving forward? Including, by the way, next year. Absolutely. There, there is a world where that happens and where that makes all kinds of sense. What I am wondering, and again, this gets back to the money thing. You're not starting... You're not starting Brunson quickly... Hart and Randall. I mean, I guess, well, there's one guy that you could trade for and probably start those guys and be a contender. And maybe that's where this is headed. But, uh, but I digress. The point is that, that where this, where, where things seem to be headed, you could see a scenario where they looked at Grimes and they looked at quickly and there, and when the opportunity to trade for a star player came up, it made sense to them for like rotation reasons and money reasons to, to include one of those two players. And we could have a long conversation about which of those two players has a higher value at the moment and which of those two players will have a higher value this summer and the whole thing. Um, I wonder if that is where we are headed. That's all. I wonder if that is where we are headed. So, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Justin, what's going on, Justin? RJ is constantly losing track of his man and giving up wide open threes. It's getting old. Um, love KFS. You guys are great. I hope we keep the fifth seed. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because that's the stuff that like... You could deal with, with, with someone kind of getting beat off the dribble 
but because like it's it, you know it's grimes it's hard it's quickly like you know the effort is there and you know they're going to get back in the play and you know it's still going it, to it's still going to be a tough shot it's still going to be a tough play there are too many times where you watch an RJ on defense and you feel like he's not making it hard on whoever he's guarding and that's the frustrating part so a lot of RJ hate tonight man well Maybe this is we. That's what we've become central for. If you want to take out your frustration on Andre Barrett, come talk to Macri. Um, Hamdi M, what's going on, Hamdi? Uh, for the three day break, I own a restaurant and can provide free food. My wife is a therapist and can provide a free therapy session. You think that will help? Uh, who do you want to give therapy to? You want to give therapy to, to Julius? I wonder if Julius is a therapist. I think all these guys should. Have, I, I wish I had it. Th- I wish I had time and money to have a therapist. I'll say that right now. Um, but all these guys should have therapists. I hope I hope they do. I don't know, but maybe maybe your wife can um provide that service. Yeah, I don't I don't know. We'll see. I'll take the food though. Uh Haitian fur, what's going on, Haitian? I always looking forward to your comments on a, especially after a game like this. Uh off days coming up will make a difference. I completely agree. Completely agree. And and, and we should say they got the three off days uh coming up right now. Which will be a welcome, very welcome, and then the Houston game. Two days off Miami, two days off Cleveland, two days off Washington. Um, or sorry, one day off. One I, I misspoke on all of those. One day off Miami, one day off Cleveland, one day off Washington, two days off Indiana, and then one day off New Orleans, one day off Indiana. So you got a three day break right now. You got a two day break coming up. And no more back-to-backs. That's a good sign. Uh, the team needs practice. Not worried at all. Better to have this stretch now with time to fix it before the playoffs. We will get rest. They'll turn it around. Let's go Knicks. I love the positivity. I don't disagree with you. Um, the only pushback I'll give you is I don't know if practice is the answer. I almost feel like they like Tibbs needs to tell these guys like, Everybody go, I don't know, go get drunk tomorrow. Whatever it is you do. Go have fun. Go do something. Ideally, they would do it as a team. But like, just go and get right. Whatever getting right looks like for you, go get right. Thanks, Haitian. Appreciate it. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky with another one. Thank you for the generosity tonight, Kevin. Appreciate it, man. Uh, stealing a Jeff tweet. Might be time for backup four heart minutes instead of Obi. The Obi fit has run its course and would help the minutes log jam. Hashtag thanks, Okoro. Um, yeah, I, so, someone else brought this up before and I didn't really answer it. Oh, this is the problem with doing these things is you start talking with the intention of leading up to making a point. And then because you're me and you're a former attorney and you don't know when to shut the hell up, you forget the point that you were trying to make eventually or initially. Um, The reason I went on the whole diatribe about Obi getting traded potentially this summer and why his salary is just kind of like, it's a nice fit at this point. And I think the Knicks may acknowledge as much and teams kind of know what Obi is and what Obi isn't at this point. I don't think that they will have an issue organizationally with that sort of move because the writing's on the wall. And as, 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 as they say, it is what it is at this point. 
I don't think we're going to see it during the regular season. I man, my, I don't know. I don't think we're going to see it during the regular season. Is there a possibility I could see the game in Miami or the game against Miami, like two, three second half minutes for Obi, depending on what's going? I mean, I, even then, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not there yet for what it's worth. I'm not there yet. Rob DeLuzman, what's going on, Rob? JM and our man Andrew, bad loss, no getting around it. You guys think they might be tired. Again, if they're tired, they're playing. They got three days off, and then they're going to play three games, and then they got two days off. Like That can't be the thing at this point. Like if they are tired, then the then the tiredness has already wrought its havoc, I guess is what I'll say. Thanks, Rob. Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? I hope the days off are beneficial. I've been saying every game is a must-win game now. Amazing game from Grimes. Heart makes such a huge impact. Yeah, I did I actually didn't love the heart game tonight. I, I thought Grimes Grimes clearly the three star player of the game. Um it's going to be interesting who I choose for two stars and one stars. There's a part of me that actually wants to go with Hardenstein and Mitch over quickly. And I know that that might be, that might seem controversial, but like I really thought Hardenstein was good. Um, I really thought Hardenstein was, was, was good. And Mitch, I thought was like, I don't know. Like it, it wasn't the, We've seen Mitch have bigger impacts in games than this, but at the same time, you look up and I'm just I'm checking the box score right now. Mitch only had the one field goal for two points, three blocks, a steal, twelve rebounds, six on the offensive glass, six on the defensive glass. Like that's a really good game, you know, in 31 minutes. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be tough, but yeah, uh, Grimes gets the three stars, and we'll see what we do from there. Quickly for what it's worth. Ended up uh, with 25 points and seven assists and five rebounds, two steals and a block, man, and, and three turnovers on 17 shots. 25 points on 17 shots. Not not great efficiency, but like not terrible. Thanks, Jessica. Uh, Dom with another one. Dom, you're, you you really are. You you were, I thought you were like I'm only doing one tonight. The defensive fi- efficiency improved to. Uh, one spot. Oh, did we? Oh, yay. Let's wave a banner for that. And then it's lose. I'm grasping at straws. Have a good night. Tibbs, take him to Disney World or something. I love that. That's a great idea. Ha- better yet, have Dolan pay... Uh, who's in charge of Disney now? Isn't it... Uh, isn't Iger back in... Is Iger back in charge? Iger. It is Iger. Okay. Have Dolan call up Big Bob and say how much to close the park early tomorrow and just let the Knicks have at it or or like close or or like open it late tomorrow and give the Knicks free reign in Disney World. I think that's a fantastic idea. Um we'll see if 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 they if they do that. Haitian Ferg with another one. Fans only watch their team and assume things based on narrative too much. It sickens me. Pay attention around the league. Everyone gives up threes. The energy after losses is so fair weather. Tough it up. I mean, look, it's again, I'll borrow Andrew's line. Fan is short for fanatic. Um, the thing I'll say about the open threes, I looked it up today. 
since the heart trade, but before the heart trade, the Knicks were giving up the fifth most uh, or the fifth highest frequency of open threes in the league. Since the heart trade, before tonight, before tonight, the Knicks were uh, the 12th lowest frequency of wide open threes, I should say. what Not, not open threes, wide open threes. Um, but the wide open threes are the ones you, you really don't ideally want to give up. And the Knicks, since the heart trade, have been doing really, really well with that. Um, so, haven't been doing great at it lately. It's, you know, tough to play defense in this league. That's what I'll say. Thank you, Haitian. I appreciate your your thoughtfulness and and attempting to talk me off the ledge. Uh, Swaggy OG, what's going on, Swaggy? If I'm a star or a one, I wouldn't want to play with Randall. All right, it's a fair take. His ego is too big. I love Randall, but his stubbornness and inability to control his emotions will be our downfall. The team goes as he goes. Um, I I'm, I don't feel comfortable speaking on that just because I feel like I'd be talking out of my ass. <laughs> Um, you're you're giving your opinion. If you were a star, you would not want to do that. I don't think it has anything to do with Randall's ego. I really don't. And I think the one thing that I've probably been most impressed with from Randall this year is at the end of the game, even games he's having a really good game, he seeds he seeds the the reins to Brunson, and that's a big step, I think, in the right direction. And he's talked openly about how he like welcomed Jalen Brunson coming here. And like those guys have been really good together. Like I don't <clears throat> I don't think it's an accident that you know the team scores a ton of points when those guys play together. Like it just it works. It works really well. Now if you're another I think it depends on the star. Um there are stars who want all the shots. There are some stars who don't really care about the shots that much. Uh, that's why I think it's going to be an interesting summer. You know, it really is going to be an interesting summer. Thank you, Swaggy. Appreciate that. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, Knicks fans? Power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest with keto, calorie-smart, vegan veggie, and protein-plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of more than 36 quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper, but meals are ready quicker than restaurants delivery. Just two minutes. Also, eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor. Each meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to your vegan and veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Don't hesitate. Head to factormeals.com slash filmschool50 and use the code filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Again, that's factormeals.com slash filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Uh, Alex with another one. Thank you for the generosity, Alex. As long as we don't Willie Randolph the Mets our way to the end of the regular season, this adversity will make the team stronger for the playoffs and future. I hope Randall didn't poison the continuous soup. No, nah, he didn't. And uh, that was, yeah, I knew I knew, I knew we were going to see GMAC's face. I will never forget. I will never forget. What did Glavin last an inning and a third? One out. Oh, it was only an out. It was one out. 
Who's Tom Glavin, Hall of Fame pitcher. We did this. We did this when the Mets were collapsing this season. Yeah. yeah, how about that? How about the Buck Showalter Mets? Which ironically is how this is feeling. Vibes are great all year. Vibes are great all year. No, nah, don't don't like, do that. Oh, okay, you know they'll figure it out. Don't worry. This team is adversity tested. Two games against a, a division rival. I guess not even a division rival, but a longtime rival. And you know the vibes head that way. Why would you even? Why not, Alex? I thought we were friends. Why not go to like? How about we don't Joe Torre Yankees because in the Mets are the best our way example. to it. What Mets not having a three game lead? Apparently, isn't that what they had a three game lead on the Heat? So it'd be exactly what happened to <laughs> the Yankees in 04. That is like the greatest collapse in sports history, let alone like baseball history. So I thought the Mets actually took advantage of the greatest collapse in sports history in what was it, 1969? Well, that's so. Eighty six is the Red Sox one, the up with two outs. No, I mean down the stretch of the season where a team the Cubs lost did collapse, but that was baseball hard to evaluate back then. Like the Mets won a hundred games. It's tough to say a team that won a that when you lose to a team that won a hundred games. Like it's tough to evaluate that. Well, Alex, um, I see you in the chat. I don't care if it's regular season. If you want to talk about collapses, let's talk about the greatest collapse ever. Alex. Alex, Starring think, Derek Jeter and Alex Rodriguez and Gary Sheffield and all those great Yankees, right? Alex, I think it's really unfortunate that you're getting personally attacked. Um, thank I you for was your- attacked first, okay? I had to thank go you. on Giancarlo's show tonight and deal with that, and now I get it from my own people? Come on now. I'm just happy I'm not a Mets fan. Uh, thanks, Alex. Appreciate Where, you. Well, since when? No. Does Dolores know this? I'm, I'm not clipping, a fan of any baseball team. I'm clipping team. this and sending this to Dolores. That's what's she doesn't, happening. She, she doesn't watch the best game in two years, please. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, Alex. RJ team, where's Mark Berman when you need him? Uh, Berman will ask the tough questions. Miss that about him. Hate his articles, though. Uh, Berman's living it up in, in Palm Beach. Don't bother him. Or Delray or... Boca or Deerfield Beach or one of those towns. Kane Marco, take mob general. Uh, Zion and Ja both had teams that gave them the keys and made them the vocal point. I, this is my, of all of the RJ points, this is my least favorite one. RJ has never gotten that luxury. It's not a fair comparison. That is the most, that is the biggest pile of steaming horse shit. That any that I've ever heard anyone say about anything ever. The notion that this player, with his deficiencies, that he still has after four years, that the answer was more usage and more shots. Come on. Kevin Danishevsky, agree on hives. I try to say it. Um when Quentin Grimes struggles. Yeah, the hives suck. And they make nonsense points like the last one. <laughs> oh, God. Frank Miranda, what's up, Mac? Uh, it's your boy Frank from Patreon. Please skip up your RJ points. It's time to take the kid gloves off with this player. RJ stands, protect him like they are the Secret Service. Hashtag give him the Randall energy from last season. Hey, here's an interesting one. You know who? I'm going to name two players. I'm going to name two players who were both taken in the back half of the lottery and who, if there were 30 general managers 
And the 30 general managers had an opportunity. You could select player A, player B, or player C. I think... And the, uh, the three players, I should say, are Mikael Bridges, Franz Wagner, and R.J. Barrett. I don't know. Would tw- maybe 20 at this point would select Mikael because he's had these really big these flashes with Brooklyn. 25? I don't know. But then I feel like I'm being too much of a slight to Franz, right? Um, who was in his second year. Mikael... And, and Franz is younger, too. And Mikael, you know, was an older player when he came in and, you know, all of the things. Whatever. 30 GMs would put those guys one and two in some order, including the Knicks, by the way. And 30 GMs would put RJ Barrett last. And the reason I bring up those two players specifically, if those two players, after having been big time usage guys or bigger time usage guys in college, I know Franz wasn't like the biggest usage guy in Michigan, but like McCall. He got a bunch of opportunities, especially by his, his last year there. Um, they had to come in and adjust and just be like, this is your role. Be a star in your role. And you know what those players did? They were stars in their role. And for a year or two, Mikael Bridges was like the most efficient non-big in the league. Um, aside from being an all-defense caliber player and a guy who many felt should have been the defense player of the year last year. And Franz Wagner is a guy at this point who like, I don't know who are you, who are you taking over him from, from that draft? Like, yeah, you're okay. That's maybe a, a bit too much. You're, you're taking, you're taking Mobley over him and you're taking, um, you're taking Barnes for sure. But like, I think there are people that would take Franz over Cade at this point. I think there are certain, absolutely, a lot of people, most people probably would take Franz over Jalen Green at this point. Like, and and why is that? Because again, not the biggest usage in the in in the world, but there is like, there is just no argument that like, oh, you know what the key to unlocking a young player is? They need all the shots in the no, no. If you're a good player, guess what? You're going to show yourself to be a good player. Even Scotty Barnes last year, Scotty Barnes had to share the court and the floor with Pascal Siakam, All Star, Fred Van Vliet, All Star, OG Ananobi, you know, apple of everyone's eye, Gary Trent Jr. I'm getting my shots up, and you know what he did? Found a way. Like he, like, uh, like Dr. Malcolm once said. Life finds a way. Funny how life finds a way when you're good. Just utter nonsense. It's nonsense. It has no basis in fact. And by the and the last thing, by the way, how many different players have we seen throughout NBA history that everybody wants to ignore the 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 statistical comps? I can't believe I'm doing an RJ thing tonight. But how many different players throughout NBA history? Where you could go look, and there are countless players, and I've written about them because I've I've done the research, I've done the homework, where they've gotten all the usage in the world over years one, two, three, in better, you know, similar situations to RJ, and then they get all the usage, and then by the end, by a certain point, their team realizes, oh, like yeah, this isn't really working out great. Like RJ's not the first guy. Like RJ's got a ton of usage. He was a 30 usage guy for four months last year. The year before that, he got a ton of usage. The year before that, he got a fair amount of usage. He took 
what, the second or third most shots in the league? I get the spacing was shit as a rookie, but like, come on. There are examples of this. Countless examples of this. Guys who get picked early and their teams give them carte blanche. Oh, my God. Uh, Sean Hardy. What's going on, Sean? RJ versus Orlando all time. 15-6-3 on 39% shooting, 24% from three, and 67% from the line. Woof. Yeah. Not great. Thanks, Sean. Frank Miranda with another one. What's up, Mac? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. I'm giving out all the RJ smoke tonight. Seriously, is he a starting caliber wing on a contender? Hashtag hell no. I think he, he's a I think he's a really good six man. That's what I think his destiny is. I think he's gonna be a really good six man. I think he could be a really good six man. Give him the ball, let him go to work, put his head down, surround him with shooting, five out, put him with a floor spacing five, so you don't have to worry about any sorts of issues um in terms of a cluttered paint. And drive and kick, drive and kick, drive and kick. Like Cole Anthony, honestly. That's what the Magic are trying to turn Cole Anthony into. Now, Cole Anthony's a more skilled shot maker than R.J. Barrett, but R.J. Barrett could get downhill a hell of a lot better than Cole Anthony. I think that's probably R.J.'s destiny. Um, if I had a little bit more faith in his defense, I do think he's a starting caliber wing. But that's the funny part of it is like what we've seen the previous four games before tonight, his offense is absolutely a number three on a championship team. Absolutely. It's more the you got to be a lockdown defender. You got to be Franz Wagner. You got to be Macau Bridges. You know, you got to be that, you know, Drew Holiday. You got to be that caliber of defender if you're going to be the number three um, on a contending team and, and the, the prototypical big wing. Got to defend. Sam Garcia's dad. What's going on, Sam Garcia's dad? How the team handles this adversity will tell the story of this season. Yeah, I mean, that's been the story of the season so far. They've handled adversity very well. Let's see if they can keep it up. I agree. Zach Horowitz, what's going on, Zach? Do we need Kurt Ramis to run the defense again? God, I hope not. Once was enough. Thanks, Zach. Sam Garcia's dad with another one. Ray, you're too much. Blowing out Houston will be a nice uh, lead into beating the Heat. Time for my belief in Nick's culture. This front office head coach and players have developed to show up. Um, yeah, it's it's this is like what Tib said. It's what Tib said. It's the quote that I read. Like they're in it right now. They're out of sorts. No one's denying they're out of sorts. The freaking coach is admitting we're out of sorts. How are you going to handle it? You're going to find your way out or are you going to let it consume you? This is their moment. This is their moment. And Jesse M with another one. Can you expand on your RJ will be gone this summer take? I just like they have too many guys to pay. They have too many guys to pay. They're going to play quickly. They're going to play hard. Um, they know they have to pay Grimes. And RJ is a big, fat... Uh, this summer, he's or he's due next year $23.8 million. Perfect salary to put into a trade to bring back um, a star player. 
The only way I think RJ does not get moved is because if if there's a star on the market, I think RJ they're gonna RJ is gonna be in the deal. Like I don't think there's any question about that. Um, the only way that he I think he's back next year is if they there's just no deal that they like, which you know we'll see. El Coriano 11. What's going on, El Coriano 11? If a genie offered a 25% chance to win the finals or a guaranteed first pick in the draft, which would you choose? I'd go with the pick. Um, 25. That's such a weird question. I would go with the first pick in the draft. Definitely. First pick will change somebody's franchise this year. Uh, Frank Miranda with another one. Frank, you're, you're, you're too much, man. Seriously. Thank you. Uh, what's up, Mac? It's your boy, Frank, from Patreon. 30 general managers would take IQ and Grimes over RJ. No need to perform that exercise outside of our own team. Um, man, it's wild. I wonder if someone, if someone would take RJ over Grimes. Um. Hmm. Is this the last comment, Andrew? You should come up here for this. Um. What's up? I'm talking shit with Alex in the chat because he's still talking about the Mets and their collapses. But I can help out. Do you think there's a GM that would take RJ over Quentin Grimes right now? Nah. <laughs> I don't mean literally right this second. No. Are we? Are we saying talent wise? Like. Everybody's a free agent with no contract to sign. Or are we going by no, no, with 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 the? I think you have to factor in the contract. So I'm getting Grimes on a rookie deal. Yeah. What's the question? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Alex. All right. We got any bails? No, that's it. We okay. starting. Some, man, he goes, Andrew. We are good as long as the Mets don't pull a 2022 Buck Showalter uh, Mets to end the season. So he did switch it up. And he goes, if the if we go up 3-0 on the Celtics, then you could bring up the Yankees. I also hope the Knicks don't hit 200 down the stretch like Derek Jeter did in the 2004 ALCS, but never gets brought up. Wow. Uh, A-Rod had like a 900 OPS, but nobody cares, right? Derek Jeter got every big hit except during the biggest collapse in baseball history. <laughs> yeah, I, you enjoying that? It's getting me through the Knicks right now. Okay. <laughs> We're all coping in our own ways. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, remember to like this video and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening, leave a five-star rating and a review. Um, programming notes. I think Jeremy and I, the second half of the pod that we recorded last weekend is dropping Saturday. Which has such a different vibe than where the vibes are right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's record an intro for that or something. And then uh, um, and then we'll uh, we'll have a usual episode dropping on Monday. And then Houston, on to Houston. Or on to Houston. back to New York, I should say. Pre-game pod, obviously, with your pod with Jeremy on Monday. I, just, I booked that today. So same same schedule. Uh, three days off, but then we'll get back into it for the home stretch on Monday. <sighs> indeed we do. Um, indeed we do. Keep your keep your heads up, next fans. I don't think uh, all is not lost. Let's just say that. Rough patch right now. That's all. Mm. I'll I'll see everybody later. There you Peace go. <laughs> Take care, <Sorry>. everybody. <laughs>